Hello and welcome to the Armored Core 6 episode of Force Feedback. We've got the entire crew. We've got Chris Wolfhard. I'm a state. And Bob Video Games. Where, where's Agro? I'm sad to say, Bob. Agro was filtered. That's right, we've gathered yet again in these seats to talk about a video game, this time, Armored Core 6. I'm your host, Dan Video Games, and if you've never watched this before, this show is us sitting here talking about video games. First, we're gonna do a two-sentence summary of how we felt about the game, followed by a guttural sound that expresses our emotions. Then, we'll explain a bunch of details, thoughts, etc. on our playthrough of Armored Core 6. And then at the very end, you get the summary reviews and our score out of 10. So let's get started. We're gonna start with Bob Video Games. I think Armored Core 6 is pretty cool. <laughs> you played Giant Robot, and that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Uh, there are some weird balance issues and some content that I'm not 100% sold on, though. Uh-huh. So I'm going to leave it at a... Hmm. Just imagining you eating a delicious but not peak ice cream, and you're like, Mmm. And the people at the store are like, What the this guy? <laughs> well, let's go next to Chris Wolfhard. I never played an Armored Core game before. <laughs> this was uh, a pretty good first impression, I'd have to say, so I'm going to give it a mmm. Armored Core 6 is Armored Core in the year 2023. That alone, a Christmas miracle. It's been a decade. I started to think it wasn't coming back, but here it is, and it's pretty dang good. I'm going to have to give it a ooh, because ooh, that feels good. That mech <laughs> movement, that is smooth. They did a really good job of balancing, like, your mech having heft to it and you needing to cover, like, heights and, and distances and things, but also you have quick combat so you could move quickly. Yeah, this is easily the best playing Armor Core ever made. Yes. Like, without a doubt. It, absolutely. Like, they clearly thought out everything about where the difficulty and controlling should be. Mm-hmm. Areas it shouldn't be probably looking up and down at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta hold the control backwards, then it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird. I guess they didn't require that from us this time because the dual sets is so big. <laughs> It'd be really awkward to hold that backwards. <laughs> and who knows, with the haptics, it, it may just chunk itself out of your hand. Right, that's that, terrible. That'd be risky. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about real quick is that I'm really happy that the PC version of this game's good. Because mm -hmm. no one should take a FromSoft PC version being good for granted. Oh, I bought Sekiro day one. <laughs> they have, like, the worst track record. Although everybody has a bad track record now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're a cutting-edge game on PC, you're just assuming... It's presumably running terribly. Mm -hmm. Unless you have the words Resident Evil in your title. And then people will be upset because the ray tracing isn't good enough. And if there's not a thing on the main menu that says, uh, compile all shaders right now instead of in-game, it's just over. <laughs> yes. And even then, sometimes it's still over. I, I, I you know, I, I'm finally getting around to play Star Wars Jedi Survivor because the PS5 version's been polished to run well. Mm-hmm. And I just watched a video on how the PC version is, and that's a real shame as somebody who owns a 4090. If you've been playing close attention to Force Feedback, you'll know the only game I've played on my PC in the last year that's remotely pushing it is Resident Evil 4 Remake. Uh-huh. Where the hair is perfect. But I'm so glad the PC version of this game's great. Why is it the PS5 version? <laughs> I wanted the box that had PS5 on the top, so I didn't buy the PS4 version. Like an idiot. You fool. Yeah, no, I'm an absolute rube for doing that because, like, I've been playing the PS5 version. And it runs 50-ish. It runs mid to high 50s and <laughs> 60 occasionally. Sure, yeah. But I can, like, I come over to his place. Bob, he's playing that PS4 version. It's just, like, I don't drop frames. And I'm like, ooh, look at me. I'm the legendary Super Saiyan PS4 version. Yeah, after Elden Ring, I knew not to trust them. 
I I knew that too, but Namco lied. They lied. They did lie. How, they what? said it was locked at 30 on PS4, right? Like, I, what am I supposed to do when they lie directly to my face? Luckily, I had forgotten they told this lie. So I just bought the PS4 version and didn't think about it. Yeah, uh, which entitles you to the PS5 version that's worse anyway. Uh -huh. We have VRR now, so it, I, I didn't really notice yeah, that it's, many drops. Yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Was it though? No, no. Because <laughs> it was I'm, actually I'm, fine. I'm literally imagining you with the lock 60, and if I had it on PC, it would be 120, and I'm just melting. I didn't get any cool like uh, vibration effects from my controller though. Oh, that's it was true. just generic. And like, it is worth noting, and I'm I, I keep forgetting to bring this up on Big Thing to mention our weekly gaming news podcast that the haptics in this are actually defined. We went from playing Immortals of Avium to playing this, <laughs> and it was really weird that this was the game with the haptics that felt like they pumped the audio in and made it rumble correctly for the ground shaking and all these other things. Meanwhile, Immortals of Avium was like, uh, shake the controller, it's rumbling. <laughs> Did they do any trigger effects on this? Uh, no, I don't think. Okay, that no. would have been cool to have, like, you do the shotgun pull and then you feel it come out. Oh. That'd be really good. That'd be really good. But sadly, only one video game ever is going to nail that, and that's Black Ops Cold War. For some reason, <laughs> no one else could do it. That's the peak game for adaptive triggers, and a bunch of people were like, this is ruining my competitive ability by making it harder to pull the trigger. I'm like... I, is there a disable this option? Yeah, there I is. Like this is a, that's, I the don't think the Zimmermans needed more kinetic feedback. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think at some point you're going to get overloaded. At some point, the it, like, I'm a big fan of the gun that kills time, but even yeah. I have a limit. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's <laughs> my girlfriend sleeping in bed next to me as a play with Armor Core 6. She wakes up because she hears me moaning and she's just confused. She's yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, the house Zimmerman's in the haptic. Oh, God. The adaptive so good. I pulled the trigger on both Zimmerman's at once, and it was like the Death Star exploding. <laughs> it does feel like that. The, the the combat of this is so mean and fast and upright, and you got to balance your like generator for energy capacity and energy output, so that way you're really able to recover quickly. Mm-hmm from boosting that many times inside of the... Because, you know, you get to that guy who's the halo of rockets, and he just shoots out circles, waves of rockets at you. And my solution for him was literally get in so fast, so tight, that the arc couldn't come back around fast enough, and I'm just on his back shooting him. Right, you go under him, and then all the missiles hit the ground. Yeah, yeah it's good. Oh, it's so good. I, I really do love the bosses in this. They're such a joy to fight in a way that I hadn't really experienced in Armored Core. Now, there have been cool fights in Armored Core, especially 4. Mm -hmm. Like, you remember the secret boss in 4, which is absolutely insane? Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. Fighting that is so hard on a scale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that it, that was cool, but... All of these bosses are cooler, pretty much, except Basically. maybe Ice Worm. <laughs> except, yeah, Ice Worm's the real 7th gen set piece boss. Mm -hmm. um, it was really funny because when, you, when Ice Worm first pops out, you know, it's just flopping around. And the first time I did it, I'm like, oh, that seems like a problem. It was like, it was like you, uh, let's say you're in a parking lot and you see someone pulling out and someone else walking up behind their parked car with a with a cart of groceries and you're like oh that that could be a problem like it's not an immediate threat to me right but uh oh man something might oh okay it's fine she stopped walking <laughs> that's how it felt in that moment second time i did it i was like i'm gonna park right here and it turned out that specific spot he will never touch because I did all three playthroughs. I now mm -hmm. just stand on that specific part of a structure. It's like a cement block riser for a structure made of metal. Oh, so but not it, when you're fighting him, but that mission where he no, first No, when he up. first appears, yeah. Yeah, he, no. I just stand there and go, are we... Yeah, we're done. Okay. Yeah, no, there is definitely just, oh, jump on the skyscraper and he doesn't go up there. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's too high. Right. When it comes to the actual battle with him, which is, yet again, very seventh gen set pc mm -hmm. feeling where it's just like this is scripted so it looks really dope but it's not a very dynamic thing no there are set phases and things i appreciate at least in the very first moment that he pops up you can just stun needle him immediately mm -hmm. and bring him down because any fight that is structured like one of those needs to have that in the opening seconds <laughs> it needs to have the no 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 skip already to the damaging it for real part yeah i wish on new game plus because this 
for people who don't know, the whole thing is you go through the game multiple times, you get different endings. Right. I wish that they had a thing of like, okay, Rusty is just going to crank the thing, the railgun to full power on the first shot, so you only have to hit him once. <laughs> I would have liked that on the third playthrough. Right. Oh, yeah. It's weird how they don't make you fight any of the final bosses more than once. They have a different mm. one for each route. They only make you fight Iblis twice. Oh, yeah. Because on the third yep. one, you do a different yeah, thing. That's true. But they make you fight that Ice Worm three times. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really That's like weird. the worst boss in the game. It's a cool set piece once. Right? That's yeah. not something you want to see again. It's not a fun, engaging gameplay moment, but it is a really and, cool moment mm -hmm. once. And you can't you like you can't even really make it go faster because there's there's very specific scripted points where it's like I will come up and point my face at you too so you can stun needle me. Getting good at the opening shot of that, right, is neat. But then the parts after that, it's like I guess I could do this a little faster, but it's like yeah, and it's really easy to have him instantly kill you. So a lot of times I'd get to the final hit on him, and then he'd just be like, oh, well you're dead, and you didn't have terminal armor, so. You just are actually dead. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he'll just I, one shot you. I think I do think that did happen on my new game plus, where I just ended up at the wrong spot, and he's just coursing his entire body through my neck or mech, and I'm just like, oh god, I'm just getting wrecked, hit after hit after hit. I don't have enough time to even pop my armor. Right, exactly. I'm you just get locked done. in. Uh huh. Yeah. Speaking of which, you're a optional like what is it, L3 and triangle or whatever the yeah, whatever that is armor. Which one did you use? Usually, I went around with the assault armor. Yeah. But for that, I had the terminal armor every time just to be like, I need the, the safety in case. Net. Yeah. You want that. Because the, the terminal armor can't, or sorry, the assault armor can't do anything to him anyway because no. he's a scripted boss. <laughs> the armor that you pop up in order to just get a bubble to defend yourself for a bit instead <laughs> of the explosion, which I thought that was the assault armor, but. The I'm, assault armor is the explosion, yeah. No, I'm saying the one I just described is the assault armor, I thought. I can't okay. remember the names. Anyways. That one's the best in the game because it's clearly a pop this the second you're about to be fully like staggered mm -hmm. and you've just avoided that entirely hugely mitigating the amount of damage your opponent could do. Yes. Like it's absolutely ludicrous it's, it's, because it also allows you to engage in even more reckless gameplay because it's like you're just going dual Zimmermans and a songbird on your shoulder and some missiles to maintain that stagger that they have going on them, that impact damage. Mm -hmm. And then you just stay really close and up in their face and they're like, ha, I've got your number. And I'm like, no, you don't, because I have three of these. Yeah. I mean, the assault armor you can use in a much similar, a pretty similar way where, yeah, you hit them with one salvo of everything, mm -hmm. then hit them with the assault armor so they're back get stunned again, and then do it again. They're just dead. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. If anything, I wish more builds were viable. Mm -hmm. I wish more things were more compelling, because I kept swapping out for other parts, and I would like try a lot of the Armored Core regulars that I would depend upon. You know, in older Armored Core games, I would do treadmills, I would do really... or treads, tank treads. I would attach treadmills to my mech and then run on it. Uh, I would do tank treads, stick some really heavy shoulder stuff on and do that. And um, now every time I just ended up going yeah, to a balanced bipedal. Mm -hmm. So much stuff feels so underpowered. And, th and they seem to understand that because in the, in the recent patch, which all of us played the game before that came out. Uh -huh. Right. They seemingly cranked, a, a lot of people have said they cranked up the other weapons to be more competitive with the Zimmermans. Which is great. Right. The number one fear was they would just nerf Zimmermans to solve the problem. It's like, no, the problem is everything else needs to go up. Yeah. Yeah. I did That last update fixed a lot of the rifles and stuff. I, they really need to boost the power of all the melee weapons, too, because it's like mm -hmm. the Zimmermans are stronger than them and have a shorter cooldown. Mm -hmm. which is frustrating because those melee weapons are the coolest in the series. No, they're um, really sick. Yeah, like one of my favorite was the javelin, which lets you like do a thrust towards them. Yeah. And they double thrust if you charge it. And that's great for clearing distance. But then it's like, well, once I'm there, I can't do as much damage as if I had two shotguns. Right. I feel like buffing the melee, buffing some of the laser damage, the energy weapon damage mm -hmm. would be nice. I also would appreciate it if... um. There is a cooldown between you expending energy and when it begins to refill the gauge. I think they need to shorten that time on the generators that weren't the one I used because I kept trying those uh -huh. because they're very attractive with their high capacity and high energy output. And then you try it and it's like, no, because then I'm quick boosting three times and then I have to wait forever. 
Yeah, they, there definitely is be more variety in those. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. right now it is like the good ones and the bad it ones. It feels like the issue right now is they don't force you to make any choices. <laughs> you can have almost the heaviest guns you want on a, on a bipedal lightweight mech. Like pretty yeah. lightweight, not the absolute lightest, right. but mm -hmm. pretty lightweight. Yeah. So you're fast as hell and can delete somebody the second you have a beat on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's like... In older Armored Core games, which I guess, you know, he mentioned, Chris mentioned his history with Armored Core. We didn't mention ours. I've been a really big fan since the demo disc of the first game on the PS1, like PlayStation Underground disc, and really got into the series with like two, Another Age, and um, rented three like once, and then I bought Nexus. And like Nexus is so fucking good because it has two sticks. Right. Imagine the right analog stick aimed. <laughs> what an innovation. How many years into the PS2 should that come out? <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, older Armored Core games had environments, levels especially, that were designed specifically to require certain abilities of you, like crossing giant gaps successfully, uh -huh. or else you cannot begin the level. This game doesn't really do that. I, if I'm able to defend against a missile salvo, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm able to defend against these three turrets against constant enemies and missiles flying in with shotguns, that's weird. You've made it too viable. You've made the level not demand enough long range damage from me ever. Yeah, there wasn't a level where I really needed to load down for long range damage until New Game Plus 2. So, so the third playthrough. Third playthrough. Which, which level did that for you? Uh, it was the one where it's like, you need to stop all these carriers from escaping. And it's like a bunch of different jets leaving an area. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the six like Star Destroyers, basically, that keep pulling in, right? No, no. No, there's the mission where there's the million cargo planes mm -hmm. leaving in the valley. Oh, you're talking and about that. And that's really hard. If, that's really hard if you don't have like longer range weapons. Yeah, I think I got... Be, there's ones on the ground and then one's way up and they'll come like five at a time at the end. Yeah, I got all the way to the very last moment. Uh-huh. And I didn't kill two of them. My partner killed two of them. Like the person just picked up on it and was like, there, I got them. Yeah, they'll take, they'll take care of five. Oh, okay. So if you go over five, it's just over. Yeah. So uh, the first time I did that, I totally failed at that very end because they throw like 10 at you at once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's six because they throw three on the bottom, three on the top really fast. Uh -huh. Either up, down, up. So right. three, three, three. Mm-hmm. Uh, or two, three, three. Um, yeah, that was, that was honestly the most the game it had ever stressed me, but I'm still using two... Zimmerman's a songbird and some long-range missiles. I mean, but I, I probably, failed on the last two. Right, I, I could probably have done it if I went with my regular loadout, which I go for just winning, which is the two shotguns. But a lot of times, I like throwing the melee weapon just to, you know, have that have a cool yeah, melee have, weapon. Have, right? Yeah, and that screws you a lot of the time. Yeah, because <laughs> there's no mission where the melee weapons like infinite ammo is going to help you in this mm -hmm. whereas in older armored core that was definitely the case you would be like well i want to bring the laser blade because i have a whole stage to go through and there's probably going to be things that aren't even that strong that i don't want to pay the ammo cost for right and that's another way this game's generous ammo cost never remotely i had like 24 million 32 million by the time i was done with the game still couldn't afford everything in the shop no but but I sure damn tried, you know? I got real close. It's really weird. It's such a it's such a cool setting. It's really great bosses. It has some great mech designs, and the combat feels better than ever. But it feels a little lacking in that these levels don't demand more of me, more drastically different builds. Mm -hmm. And the music's just not there, which is weird because it's, you know, the classic Armored Core music guy, but the music's very subdued this time. Yeah, I feel like there are a few tracks that are stand out, but it wasn't, was not the whole game at all. And it's almost always under a battle, so it's yeah, like so we, we lowered the sound of the music so that way you could hear explosions and call-outs and things like that, instead of me being able to be like, let's just jam to the song. Boo-do-do-do-do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so in those ways, I feel like this is a little under-delivering compared to prior Armored Core games, but like, so much of it is so great. Right. I think this is the best characters we have in the whole series. Like, we don't see any of them visually, but they all have such a strong personality portrayed through their voice. But none of them have, like, 
a splendiferous amount of balls, right? Like, <laughs> we don't have any characters with a, a cornucopia of balls to talk about. That's true. That's disappointing. That I heard so many stories about Nine Ball, and also he has a great theme. I feel like if they do DLC, which they almost have to, they have they're to. from Soft. They have to. White Glint it, Nine Ball. It will be Nine Ball. Like he will be the DLC. The entire point of it. We 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 got it. We got to get some four representation in here too. I really want that shit. <laughs> we need we need some Kojima particles. Uh -huh. And it to be like you thought the Armored Core Four mechs were this good. They're actually way better. In fact, you're this enabled. They're still more enabled. That's that'd be insane if they somehow made it even more crazy. Oh yeah, they need to look like Zone of the Enders. They need to be zero shifting constantly. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I I would love that. I'm there day one for any DLC they do for this. This oh, was yeah. such a great time. I had to because this year is so stressful monetarily mm -hmm. due to video games and other things. I had to sit there and be like. I can't, I can't, I can't let myself buy the PC version. I can't do it. Yeah, it'll certainly go on sale before the DLC comes out, so you can just yeah do that. Yeah, but it's like modern from Soft slash Namco Bandai really knows that their game is like gold, so they're not gonna discount it to like twenty dollars or fifteen. No, you like what's the cheapest you've seen Elden Ring? For me, I think it was thirty. Yeah, I think it'll go down to thirty. That seems to be what happens these days. Which is which is good. Like <laughs> at least I'm saving thirty bucks there, but right. But then it becomes, what do I buy the DLC on? Do I do it on PlayStation or do it on? Right, and then you have to replay everything, presumably, to get up to eh. par for the DLC. Eh. That's nothing. I mean, true. The, the game's the game's cake easy. Like my major <laughs> difficulty spike was the second boss, and that's when I finally looked through the entire shop. Because I don't know, I feel like a lot of people. The online talking about it is how they found out about the Zimmermans. But I literally, I wasn't engaging with any of the talk, and I'm just going through the shop, weapon by weapon, singularly, mm -hmm. going, okay, what is what is the best value here for amount of damage Im and impact? Because damage doesn't mean anything if you didn't impact them enough. And after going through every single thing, I'm like, those shotguns are like the clear leader. <laughs> okay, let's just use two of them, see how it goes. And that killed the second guy, and I got I got to the sea spider. Uh huh. And the sea spider, I'm like, I should be able to beat you. It's a skill thing, I know. But if you make me try nine times, I'm gonna go to that shop. I'm gonna get a big stick to hit you with. So that happens, and I go get the songbird. And that's <laughs> how my build solidified at the sea spider. And I'm like, I'm like a celebrity now. I never need to change because I'm powerful. <laughs> That's that's what every playthrough was just that locked in build, except for every time I would be like, well, I'm going to try. I'm going to try changing this. That didn't work. Yeah, I kept resisting buying two Zimmerman. So I had just one uh, for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And then finally on my second play or after I beat chapter four boss, because uh -huh. I was like, even though the level wasn't that hard, I just like I didn't want to redo it. So I refused to go back and buy stuff because mm -hmm. if I had the two Zimmerman for that, it probably would have gone a lot more smoothly because once I came back to it after having those, it did. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I mulched Ibis, basically. Like, yeah. Ibis was not this, like, it legendarily rough boss for me. Mm -hmm. I really did have more trouble with the second sea spider. I feel like she was the Ibis or the Cubelet or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> We're, Why what? would you call it the Cubelay? It's nothing like the Cubelay. It just has funnels everywhere, and I shit my pants when it showed up. I'm like, oh, yeah, funnels. Fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that was easily the hardest boss for me the first time. Wow, even harder than the first final boss? That's the one that I think is the hardest one. Well, wait, I didn't have trouble was... with any final boss I fought. Yeah. I beat them all first time. On our first playthrough, <laughs> uh, we both went the same way. You got the... Um, the the liberator of rubicon i think or they're like, like you're that. the liberator of rubicon and i'm like because i crashed a ship they're like yeah we're all free you made look, a ship you, take you, off you and you blew it up you look that was part of you teaming up with your buddy rusty uh -huh. and then you and him uh-huh made a coalition and won the war and everyone's on the walkie talking they're like we have no idea what this yacht you're blowing up is but good on you we fucking hate the rich <laughs> okay i mean i mean airy I may have not even died once at air because by that point my pattern was locked in. Yeah, if I fight an AC, it's over. Like, they don't have a standard chance. Right. Wow, I had a lot of trouble with them constantly teleporting behind you and having the shield that you constantly have to take down. 
Uh, were you using the dual Zimmermans by that point, or did you have a different build? Yes. Oh, wow. And the songbird? Uh, I was using stun needles. <laughs> a shield. Mm. One thing it took me forever to learn about the lock-on, which helped me immensely, was... Mm -hmm. You lock it onto them. Do not touch the right analog stick because that could cause you to lose your lock on. But if you don't move it, then the camera will just always track them, mm. um, which helped what? me a lot for all the bosses. I didn't that got know crazy. that at all. Right? I thought that the point was you were supposed to still try to manually track them a little because otherwise it'll break. I didn't know that it could actually mess you up. See, I thought that's what was happening too, but I didn't go back and try it after Bob was telling me that because. Mm -hmm. I had beat the game three times by that point. <laughs> but yeah, once I figured that out during that chapter four boss, I was like, okay, this is like Same. doable now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It really it really was just like the sea spiders the last time I uh, tried. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which, which, which is why I'm really ready for any DLC they throw my way. Because you know that's going to be unhinged. Oh yeah, every time from stop that DLC, it's just broken <laughs> yeah which is exciting you, you know how when batman arkham asylum came out and every fucking dickhead in the world every single one said really makes you feel like batman <laughs> <laughs> well uh, armored core 6 makes you feel like a new type <laughs> yes you're gonna uh, have some trouble with baltius in your first time playing through this game uh-huh then on the second and third playthroughs you're just gonna kill him you're just gonna brutalize him he's not even gonna have a chance yeah i'm really excited for my next fresh playthrough <laughs> just to be like see it, it wasn't something i got eventually it's all the skill up here which a lot of people were talking about the tutorial boss uh-huh and how hard that was and i i'll admit i died to that thing like i don't know six times seven but every time i died to this chopper i was like learning something i was doing wrong like every single time i knew what i had done wrong mm -hmm. and to stop doing it and by like the sixth or seventh time i had learned enough things that i felt like prepared for what the game was going to design bosses to do to me mm. that first boss gave me an idea of like how to move and manage myself energy wise like what's effective from a middle distance or range whatever it didn't feel like impossible with no room to move they wanted you to use this kind of well-rounded outfit right right they didn't give you like horribly nearsighted uh or oriented in any specific way loadout so that way you could get experience using all these different types of weapons which is important because if you don't do that i feel like people may never engage with a with a melee weapon before they realize it's crap <laughs> oh this is a good song And the different have a really good cock animation to let you know when you can shoot it again. I yeah. wish the melee weapons had something like that because there's a huge cooldown between each swing. And you have the bar that fills up and lets you know when you can use it again. But it'd be nice if there was like a visual cue on the on the robot. Mm -hmm. Or or like a ding. Yeah, a ding. Yeah. Something like that. Or building up sound. Yeah, I feel like older Armored Core games had a lot more sounds they just did in general that were very <laughs> loud to let you know like what your generator is doing and what this other thing is doing, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Admittedly, that's also a downside of those in that like most of Armored Core in the PS2 and PS1 era in my head is hearing as you lock on. Yes, you hear the lock on noises. If you were like half health or something, you'd always be hearing the buzzing. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Even in the arena, it feels like they don't really ask you to build radically different builds. No. The, the, we did an Armored Core month last year, and all those VODs are up on that channel. And you can see as we go in the arena in, like, 3 or Silent Line or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, all of them, we have to do different mechs for the enemies. Right? It feels like the Zimmermans maybe shouldn't have been there until much later in the game. Yeah, probably that might have changed the way you think about it a little bit. You should buff everything and then also, mm -hmm. uh, which would be helped if there were more of each weapon type to give us end game weapon types, because it does feel like we got the best stuff by chapter three. Yeah. And yet they, they dish out things throughout the new game plus runs. And it's like, oh, this looks really cool. Yeah, but it's not very good. Right. Yeah. It's not for like I. I like the coral stuff mm -hmm. did i don't did, didn't, yeah. didn't seem very good yeah i no. tried the coral laser blade because i was like certainly this, this is has it. to be it nope and it's an upgraded version of the moonlight it literally is just a stronger version of it 
Oh no, I still haven't used the Moonlight? So I didn't realize. Yeah, it's just the red version is a little stronger. So it, imagine my disappointment when I get that and I'm like, it's still not good enough. I also did all the stuff you need to get the, the Giz Games Karasawa, which yeah. is getting a ton of the battle logs or combat logs. Mm -hmm. That just sucks. Which is weird. Yeah, like it, that's usually the most eff efficient energy weapon in the game. And in here it's just like, or at least the most insanely damaging. Yeah. Because sometimes the they other. balance it so that way it takes so much energy that it's not viable anymore. But it still feels cool because it did a shitload of damage. It is. In this one, they made it not viable because it has the lowest ammo of almost any gun in the game. Yeah. Uh, so you run around and have to shoot a mission and it doesn't do enough damage to make that feel good. Right. And that's the thing. Some of the other games would do the very low ammo on it, but a crap load of damage to balance it. Um, yeah. Every armored core. This is just a rule, okay? Every armored core should have a good finger, a good Karasawa, and a good Moonlight, right? That's just, these are facts. The only thing I swapped out on those uh, New Game Plus playthroughs were body parts, because you get the All Mine build. Yes, they do give you better body parts. And I, I ended up using, for most of my playthrough, the one that I got for being the first time, which I fought against uh, Walter. Hmm. Yeah, so his mech is the coolest looking in the game, so. I've used most of those parts. <laughs> I I played pretty much the entire game using um, the Fermeza, the really lightweight stuff. Because mm. I actually did not use the dual Zimmermans for most of playthrough one and all of playthrough two. And then in, in two, I, I, and then in my in new game plus plus, I switched back to the Zimmermans and I'm like, man, these really are embarrassingly better than everything else. Yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah, no, I, no matter how much you try to make all these things work, because they look so cool. You always go back because it's like, oh, well, this just destroys them, though. Yeah, and I, I even tried that for, like, uh, all the people online were talking about dual songbirds. Mm -hmm. And I always had missiles on my left shoulder. And I was like, I'll even try that. And even that was like, well, you got to, like, there's, there's, for me, uh -huh. I need to be moving more. And shooting both songbirds took long enough for me to feel like that's too much time not on the move. Right. Uh, so that's why I always had the missile, because you can just keep shooting missiles. That doesn't slow you down. That doesn't make you take a pose. That doesn't do anything. Yeah, especially if you have the plasma missiles are pretty good for actually just like making a dome of damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like th th they give you that thing where it's like, well, if you have uh, the tank treads, you, you you can fire big shoulder weapons without having to stop. And I'm like, you barely have to stop anyway. Mm -hmm. it, it, it feels like you should have to stop more yes. the lighter you are. Yes, and that kind of was a thing before. Yeah, in um, older armed cores, it was not viable to have shoulder weapons like you do in this. Right. Because you'd have to take a totally different stance and slow down a lot. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one, they like... It's the best feeling armored core, but they made it feel too good for all the builds. Uh-huh. Some builds should be more enabled than others, so that way there's variety. Right. And we need shotgun shoulders, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so that would be so fucking funny i'm just hitting all four shoulder buttons yes i'm like yeah this is a skilled game <laughs> it feels good to me that armor core 6 is a completely new game that is very faithful to an old series it's from that comes out this year and isn't a remake yeah because between star ocean 2 super mario rpg and 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 resident evil 4 remake it feels weird how much of my top 10 games of the year might be... It's a, it's a remake game from 1990s. Yeah, I love that they just were able to come back. Well, well ev everything's going to be 1990 forever. We keep discussing this. It's, it's all 1990 from now until the Earth's biosphere collapses. <laughs> but yeah, I love a company that has the confidence to be like, no, it's number six. It's faithful to the old thing. Right. And it's actually just us enhancing it. Isn't it great that the gaming public rewarded FromSoft for putting a fucking number? Mm -hmm. This is Dark Souls 2. It's Dark Souls 3. Like, they weren't scared away and like, oh, I'll put a subtitle. Fuck it. Right. No, they put a subtitle on this one because it sounds cool. It does. Fires a Rubicon. And then I'm like, oh, that's cool. And a lot of the others have. Don't a lot of the others have subtitles? Um, the weird thing is older Armored Cores always use the subtitles to let you know it was a spinoff of the game. So, like, you get Armored Core 3 Silent Line, which actually is technically called Silent Line colon Armored Core 3. Right. And then you get games like Armored Core 4 Answer. Mm -hmm. and that's oh, right. the spinoff of 4 yeah so there are and then it's Armored Core Verdict Day and right they're the, like the, the expansion. 5 yeah they're like the weird like we did another game with the same bones 
your Street Fighter Alpha 2. <laughs> but like, in those cases, a lot of the later ones, especially like Verdict Day and Four Answer, are like much better versions than mm -hmm. the original. But PS2 era, Another Age is a mission pack game. That is budget-ass <laughs> mission pack game. Which is a, a, kind of the odd one out, because the PS1 ones, those oh, yeah. aren't mission packs. Like, right. those are legit new storylines and things. And, and that was confusing. Yes. As someone who had fully experienced the PS2 era, I didn't expect all three PS1 games to be really good, have stories, and be really fleshed out in that way. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, wow, that's crazy. Because... Silent Line has a story, but it also didn't figure out what good music was again, <laughs> which is unfortunately where we are now. Right. But at least we can thank God we're not enduring the fucking Last Raven menu music. That was the worst song they made in the whole franchise. That might be the worst song from Softwares ever put in the game. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, there weren't any uh, other like Dark Souls games where I was scratching a chalkboard over there. And not, not that I know of. And if any of you are like, Evergrace's music is bad, I will ban you. <laughs> Evergrace's music is blessed. I want to have a panic attack when I'm in a shop. I, I think there's something important we need to tell everybody. Yeah. Oh, have fun playing the baby nerf version <laughs> where every boss got made easier. It's, have fun. It, they, a, apparently, they really lobotomized Ibis. Like, really? Yeah, like all the others seemed to be minor, and that seemed to be the one they really took the bet to. And I'm like, guys, that was just a normal boss. I don't know what. Yeah, like, no. that's just an action game boss. I had a cool, fun time with that boss. I was really enjoying that. That was honestly one of my favorite fights in it, mm -hmm. but it wasn't the most difficult for me. Just the it having the two phases and how it ramps up, how crazy its second I, phase attacks are. Yes. It was so cool. I went in with really unsuited weapons, specifically a pair of uh, laser rifles. Yeah, it's great mm -hmm. for your weapons to travel completely linearly and not as fast as a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> when it's something that fucking moves around constantly. Right, it's a jet fighter I, just going but everywhere. But I didn't want to but I didn't want to change it so I went, okay, it always stops here. This telegraphs this attack. I thought that was the most fun boss and also a very very fair boss because it telegraphs everything. And yeah. they're actual telegraphs, not bullshit Sekiro telegraphs where <laughs> you need to notice what direction they're about to quick like is their swords curve up or down when they're going to do this quick draw? Because that determines what attack they're going to do. I'm like, well, I guess I'll die because I'm never going to notice which one that is. <laughs> there, I had a really hard time reading some of this stuff, honestly. Mainly oh, yeah. the the sword attack it does where it just swings constantly and shoots out energy waves that kill you in one hit. Like, oh. I really couldn't figure out how to deal with that. Yeah. The first time it pulled out that move, I was like, that's hilarious. I'm so dead. Because <laughs> it does so much damage yeah. with those hits. Yeah, those are ludicrous. I'm like, oh, oh I love that attack. Because it's like, oh, I quick boost left, right, pause, left. Uh-huh. And, and they feel so cool. It hits me. And then I'm like, it's okay, I'll heal. Oh, that didn't fully heal that one hit. Yeah. This is a maxed out heal potion, my man. What are we... <laughs> Hey, remember when Armored Core games made you equip an extension or an internal thing that let you heal and they mm -hmm. didn't just give you an almost Dark Souls-like, here's the heals, you get them at the beginning of every mission. That's crazy. Crazy. They're so kind. <laughs> it's like I said during our stream on day one, I'm like, guys, I think this is the most polite Armored Core game ever, possibly. Yeah, they even let you switch your loadout mid-mission if you die. Like, and checkpoints. they're checkpoints! Right? Whoa. The checkpoints or whatever, the... Uh... But the letting the letting you change your build build in mid mission feels almost too kind. Mm-hmm. It it does. Like, but both are like so insanely kind for an armored core game. Right. A lot of those would be like, you no, no, you misunderstood. You were supposed to build it for this really long, enduring, like eight minute long level and a boss fight. Right. And the boss fight will be more simplistic than they are in this game. Right. But but it's still something. Right. It's still something. It's still something you need ammo for. Right. If nothing else. Right. So you just have to like, well, maybe I can fit a pistol inside <laughs> my mech and then drop my handgun so I can pull it out and do anything. Oh, wait, I should use a laser blade so that way I can save ammo throughout the level. That thing that is not a viable thing in this game as of the three playthroughs I did, because mm -hmm. it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, they, you can unlock that thing to carry an extra thing in your hangar, an extra yes. gun. I didn't use that once. Me neither. I already have the Zimmerins in my hand. <laughs> 
what's in there? More Zimmermans? That seems absurd. I think, weirdly, it just switches out the shoulder weapon, too. Like, you don't even get to do that. Really? Like, the hand weapons. Really? I think so. I mean, I wouldn't know. I didn't use it once. <laughs> I saw someone, you know, write an article where they're like, From Software has redefined replayability with Armored Core 6. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm playing through this and it's like 80%. No, it's 95% doing the same thing again. Right? Like, this ain't no Nier Automata. No. No, right? Right? The way the new game plus is like, it's the same for like 20 minutes. And then it's a completely different game. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's... Uh, for a second, I was like, do they mean it's good? Like, do they mean, oh, I get mechanical satisfaction from engaging <laughs> with the game and will want to play it ever again after completing the story? Because there sure was a period of gaming where that wasn't the case. I mean, that's, right. that's definitely true. But no, they literally spelled it out. And they're like, because there's new branches. And I'm like, but there aren't, though. There are a couple dishes spread out on a, an entire playthrough that make mild changes. New the game plus plus, I feel, has a decent amount of things. But it's not like a new story. It's it has it's like seventy five percent the same still. Yeah, it feels right. like I wish I could just warp to the parts that change because it would have been cool to do those a lot more quickly than playing through the first two or three chapters was almost no change. There's there's definitely missions where I'm like, guys, just let me. It, it's the third playthrough. Just let me skip through this. And honestly, I don't even think it's like. 75% the same. I think it's 85 or 90, because yeah. if it was 75, that would mean one in every four missions you're doing is new. Mm -hmm. And that ain't the case. Well, a lot a lot of missions have new stuff, or like a guy yeah. who will show up and try and throw hands that wasn't there before. Hey, what if you kick their ass instead of helping them? And I'm like, what's that voice in my head? Is that the Dark Urge? <laughs> I thought I was playing the other game that came out this month. <laughs> I think it's really funny every time they're like, a second mech is here. And it's like, a second. Oh, I already killed him. Okay. Oh, it's so good. That happens so many times when it's like, there's some mysterious mech exploring the depths. They might be following you. And then and then I get in that fight with that guy, right? Uh-huh. And then a second mech shows up. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Um, By the time you've announced being here, he's already dead. So now I'm coming for you. <laughs> like, it was so ludicrous. Because that's how it goes every time. Mm-hmm. Except... When the dark urge happens, they're like, kill these guys you were working for. That actually, I, that that got me. Also, that was a really cool moment. It was. I hated having to betray Michigan, though. He's like my favorite character. But it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, and he just takes it like, oh, you ruined the field trip. Ah, you jerk. <laughs> Why'd you do that? People, I saw a lot of complaints about the story in this, and I'm like, this is like some of the strongest characters FromSoft has ever done, period. And mm -hmm. you don't even see them. Right? That's the thing, though. They need to see them because that's how these people's I... brains work. They need to see the face cam after the mission of the guy being like, yeah, whatever, fucking punk. It's so much funnier to not know anything about Swinburne other than the fact he's Johnny <laughs> Young Bosch screaming in the Lelouch voice. <laughs> I think it's funny, like, how much character they represent in their voice, though. Like, I've seen right. so many different artists be like, oh, I'm doing fan art. And it ends up the same from all of them, even though they haven't looked at each other's work. Right. Like, they just have that much personality. Because they've seen an anime. Right. So they know what this character looks like. <laughs> They're like, we drew him. What? We all we all agreed. Okay, so then this guy's crazy for thinking we're crazy for drawing him this way. Right, of course, 621 just looks like Rei Ayanami. <laughs> just covered in bandages and not able to talk. Right? <laughs> oh, man. I, I love that the trailer they showed for this game, to get you excited for it, is canonical to the game, but not included in the game. Yeah, that's very strange. That's so crazy. I went back and rewatched that trailer, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's the other numbers. The ones that are referenced in the game of, like, what happened to them. Mm -hmm. They helped us get here. And I'm just like, oh, this, this, this trailer's cooler now than it was the first time I watched it, frankly. That I now get to see these guys who were, like, not in the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really cool. They even credited them in the credits. Huh. The voice, at least for the Japanese cast, they credited the voices for the trailer. Huh. In the game's credits, which is, like, really cool and really bizarre in its own way. Yeah. I'll admit it. When, when they're like, the game's called Fires of Rubicon. And then they're like, oh, it's the Fires of Ibis. And I'm like, oh, that's hype. But then it's like the Fires of Raven is the title of one of the endings. I'm like, oh, this is even more hype. Like <laughs> that, that did a thing for my brain where I'm just like, oh, I'm clapping and I can't stop. <laughs> I'm the fire. 
Man, I burnt a galaxy. I, I'm so cool. Oh, man, I'm the coolest guy ever. <laughs> That's basically how every ending goes. Like, you're the coolest guy ever. And yes. I'm like, I am. I won. <laughs> you aren't turned into a snail this time or something. Hooray. Uh, I mean, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it was that third that, ending. That, that last ending is pretty Bloodborne core. Oh, it, it totally is. is. That thing played, and I'm like, this is just a fucking, this is a Dark Souls sort of ending. This is a Bloodborne ending. <laughs> yeah, it was very strange. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed it wasn't more explicitly Soulsian the way, and not, well, not because of Dark Souls, because so many of the previous games are like, I'm the evil AI looping late stage capitalism forever. Can you believe that Dark Souls actually came from all the other games from Soft and Made? Right, uh -huh. and that's the thing I kept telling Dark Souls fans for years. I'm like, no, that's a that's a from soft that's a from soft thing. That's a from soft thing. Please play Evergrace, please. Right, please. I'm be I'm begging. I'm begging you play any game from from Soft other than Dark Souls. And they finally did with Armored Core Six. Right, I finally got mine. <laughs> it took four. 14 fucking years. Well, maybe a little bit less. When did Demon Souls? I feel like I that's 09, remember. 2010. But it's just, it was so long, but I finally got it. I finally got Souls fans to play a different fucking game from FromSoft. <laughs> I even saw Souls fans that were like, every other Armor Core sucks, but 6 has been great. And then they went and played the other ones. They're like, actually, these are cool. I'm like, it's, it's been good. It's been good. But yeah, no, like you play Armored Court 1 or Master Arena and stuff, and they, they pull some of the stuff Chris is talking about. You play Silent Line, it's playing some of the stuff Chris is talking about. It's, they do really cool stuff then, and I wish there was a little bit more of that vibes in this. Mm -hmm. The funniest thing in the game, though, is the fact All Mind ends every message with, Welcome to Costco, I love you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're... You're going to turn me into Soylent Green, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I was disappointed with that third playthrough. All Mind, for some reason, giving uh, Iguanza, I Igu Iguazu. Iguazu yeah. control of so much. It's like, he did not earn this. This guy sucks. Like, he's not even funny bad. He's just bad. I love how he just sucks, though. Like, <laughs> one of the first text things that, that, that really hit me was the one where they're just like, Iguazu, I wish you saw it, but you're an AWOL piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking hilarious. They're like, he would have been here to see this, but he fucking left me to die. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and that, that's fine for him, but the part where All Mind like, gives him all this power is the part where I'm like, I don't see how he... How it thought that was a good idea. Yeah, Well, that... see, he, he coped and seed so hard. <laughs> that he like regained autonomy. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, you know how like hate clicks dominate the algorithm? Uh -huh. It's like that. And at internal <laughs> level, his hate and seething and coping somehow dominated. But I will say that was like the weakest ending, mm -hmm. like final battle stuff. There's some cool buildup stuff in that, but I feel, I still feel like the first two endings were much cooler sequences to go through and emotions to go through. Right. Yeah. I think it was cool to get the deviations we did, but I feel like it oh, should yes. have done a it should have been cooler. Yeah. They should have done more stuff afterwards. They should make the DLC a wholly bespoke, very, very fresh fourth storyline, basically, where it's just like, no, it arcs like from chapter two. Right. That'd be, that'd be really cool. And then you team up with Michigan. You guys have a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ending's you eating hot dogs over a campfire. <laughs> yes. It's the only ending you get I... to see people. They're all ripped to shit. They look like total freaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would want DLC to be. I'd certainly want it to be very different than the main campaign. Yeah, if I have to chew the same like ninety maybe, um, percent of the levels again, that that would may, maybe no. something more more aesthetically to like the the second to last level of the uh, of the run where Walter's the final boss, where you're in the big flying ship and going through it. Mm -hmm. Something mm -hmm. a little bit more space like. Yeah, even something where we don't repeat anything. They said after an ending or something like that, or plays different characters from a different perspective. Just yeah. do something entirely different. Yeah, no, that would be really cool. I mean Yeah, we we have we have to go we somehow we have to go kill All Mind again and they they have the cyber castle. Yeah, and <laughs> All Mind this time has a plan. <laughs> Man, Snail sucks so bad. He shows up in that fucking thing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is less difficult than the first version of it. Uh-huh. 
But it's pretty I'm funny. Just, I'm, I'm just going to brutalize you. That's <laughs> so good. It feels great to kill Snail like that. Oh, yeah. Especially like, that's why I was so happy was the first ending I chose. Like, I get the team with Rusty. I get to kill Snail. And then I get, like, the coolest set piece in the game was the, the crashing ship while fight, fighting Walter. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, when I got to that on my second playthrough, I'm like, it's fucking insane that they lobotomized Walter and sent him after me. That makes no sense, but it's funny as shit. It's great. I like, I think I like the air ending the most where you have to fight air. <laughs> just because there's something really good about like, no, when the, when it comes down to it, I have to try to defend humanity over this potential for the next generation of like us combining as kindred spirits to some further evolution because no like i love you girl but damn like i like that as an emotional final fight and also airs mech is cool as shit it's pretty cool i yeah. really enjoyed that fight from a where this is a this is a zone of the enders we're standing on the satellite and mm -hmm. doing a fight moment it's really cool i always appreciated that i think if i were to rank the endings it would be that one then you know the second run yeah from that perspective and then the third one obviously at the bottom because <laughs> it's it's got neat stuff in the middle but the actual ending is like and i don't even mean cutscene ending i mean like fight ending right is like guazu's the <laughs> yeah Iguazu, which was I'm funny sorry. i could hear the studio <laughs> applause <laughs> right i could hear the laughter as he uh flung my apartment door open and ran and he's like i'm gonna get you this time and i'm like you're really not <laughs> i have two t spiders it's gonna work it's not though god that was eye rolling i was honestly really fucking disappointed when on that pause it's like and two c spiders i'm like let me check the calendar <laughs> it's it's 2023 <laughs> Not 2011. Uh -huh. You don't just have two mini bosses from earlier in the game alongside your final boss. What are we'll you past that? What are you, Team Ninja? Right. <laughs> what are you, Big Joker from Arkham Asylum? <laughs> yeah. At the same time, though, I give them a lot of passes because this franchise looked like it was dead. Uh -huh. This is the first one in ten years. It's the first time they've made a not Souls game in 10 years. Yeah, Sekiro's so, the other closest, and even that's way closer to a Souls uh, game. Of course, that's way closer to a Souls game. I, I, uh, I give them a lot of passes for this game, for sure. The next time they roll out an Armored Core, I expect it to fire on a higher level. Mm -hmm. I expect it to have hopefully no set PC bosses that three times it, playing through it, like with the Ice Worm. You're just yeah. like, okay, let's get to it. It honestly feels like they, um, also held back a little bit budget wise because they do reuse a lot of the same levels oh yeah this is a, a thrifty lot of times game. right which is authentic to armor core and from soft as a whole i feel like it's really only elden ring that goes absolutely insanely high budget in a way that's like I, yeah, how did you afford this i don't know like like dark souls 2 and 3 you never you're never going through the same areas like right they're, they, they're very clearly very aesthetically different areas and in this you that you they reuse the same aesthetics and the same like there's a million snow military bases mm -hmm. counterpoint which obviously uh, we're pretty thrifty counterpoint as someone who's not experienced all of dark souls 2 dark souls 2 looks like shit <laughs> it does look like shit but dark souls 3 does not look less like shit no dark souls 3 does not look like shit but what i think about like the scale of game Elden Ring's fucking massive. Yeah, it's obviously yes, way it ahead of everything, but I feel right. like Dark Souls 3 is a, a good bit ahead of this. Oh, yeah. Even, um, yeah. They, what they reuse in the Souls games is bosses a lot. Like, they'll reskin them, and but they'll reuse the same It's you on stuff. fire. Right. But they they will make brand new areas, though, in a lot of them. Yeah, that's the thing. The sequel, I expect uh, a lot more fresh content, a lot more content. I expect music mm -hmm. that is, like... Totally yeah, there was... It needs to have that those classic Armored Core beats. I heard so much about the Armored Core beats, then I'm like, they're not here. Where are they? Right? Where are they? They're in our Podlord segment. <laughs> but I think overall, this leaves Armored Core in a really good spot to do a sequel. I feel like this is the really approachable one, even though that's the opposite of what you heard online, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, this is the approachable one that gets people into Armored Core, so that way the next one they can go ham. Right. And that's that's good. That feels great. As an armor core fan, that feels so great. You know what feels even better? Mm. The fact uh, we we knew rumors and leaks well enough to plan that armored core month when we knew six was coming, <laughs> and so we bought all of the armored core games in the series 
before the price went insane at the Game Awards. That feels real great. Yep. I bet you wish you did that. Because <laughs> it wasn't cheap when we did it. No, it was not. And now it's just absolutely not. <laughs> Hope you don't want those PS3 era ones. Oh, man. I actually, yeah, yeah. Wasn't Verdict Day like the most expensive one we bought? I that was so. before the Game mm -hmm. Awards. So I don't even know where it's at now. Maybe someone was like, no, the most expensive one should be Last Raven or Nexus. Maybe, maybe that, maybe turn somewhere because... I mean, Last Raven's like the first one with Miyazaki involved. Yes. So. Which, oh man, did I hear a lot of Souls fans go, well, that's going to be the first one I even give the time of day to. Right, which is so frustrating. Like, please, please, please. I, I was surprised to get to the credits of this, and Miyazaki's like hardly there. Like, oh, they're more surprised than you. I even saw them tweet it. Yeah, where they're was, just like, wait a minute. Wasn't he co director? He's way lower in the credits now. Yeah, I, I couldn't even find him. I was like, that makes sense. He probably has other things to do, and this whoever they did get knows they're not record gamers. Miyazaki's really well. trick. <laughs> we got you Souls fans to buy it. Right? <laughs> Me and him are going to high five later. <laughs> well, it's time for our summary reviews. This is a few sentences from each of us, followed by a score one to 10 on what the game is. We're going to start with Chris. This was really neat. Um, it's thrifty nature, definitely hurt it a little bit. Like we talked about, I didn't need to fight the snow worm three times. <laughs> He's talking about, um, you clearly liked him. He's right behind you. <laughs> I, I, I really did wish that there was more, like that there were more distinct builds. It really does feel like you can kind of do everything. Like it, it doesn't feel like you have to specialize at all. It's like you can be really mm -hmm. fast and jump high and have really powerful guns yeah. that hit really hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also kind of wish there had been more bosses. Like I think Balteus and Ibis and the final bosses are all good, but there's but the, the, there's like five. Right. And half of them are, are the, at the end. Yeah. You know, which, which is weird coming off even, even the cheapest Souls game, which has somewhere in the ballpark of 750 bosses in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, even uh, even Demon Souls had like twelve. Yeah, no, something like they that. Go, they go ham. Demon Soul, Demon Souls has like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, it's, it's kind of nuts over there. They really should have had that Manticore or whatever the hell it was <laughs> that you fought on that bridge that I'll never forgive. <laughs> I hate that fight so much. Somebody put the armor core mech in that so I can kill the Manticores. Yeah, you guys would be justified yeah, um, complaining about the tutorial boss if it moved like that thing. <laughs> yeah, I need. I, I'm, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need somebody to put put the armored core into Elden Ring and give it the Zemmermans and just walk up to uh the Elden Beast and delete it. <laughs> you know what's really interesting? Uh, modders found out, like, literally the Armored Core assets port directly into that to scale. Oh! Yeah. That's hilarious. Because the engine's that similar and it is actually, the mechs are built to scale. That's, that's incredible. It is! Yeah. So, I'm gonna give this a strong 8. Bob. Yeah, we've had a lot of this video complaining about different things and talking about little nitpicks, but I still really love this game. It's still an armor core game, and I love having those. It might even, it's even the best armor core game in some ways. Yeah. Not always, but definitely the best controlling. Mm -hmm. uh, but because of the things that disappointed me was that I have to also sit on eight. Okay. I'm a slide. It's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely has some shortcomings for the budget. It definitely needs like more money put in there to get more variety, more new levels to go through. You know, Last Raven has more variety in its playthroughs. Admittedly, the playthroughs are shorter, mm -hmm. uh, but still, that's a much cooler experience. But at the end of the day, this is definitely one of the highlights of my year. I absolutely love playing this game. I'm looking forward to my next playthrough. I really do want to know, with the knowledge that I have coming into New Game Plus, how does that work out? Like, what are we going to do? How much easier are the bosses? I need to know. Mm -hmm. And this is a game I'm going to revisit and fight off the urge to spend $60 to buy on PC for who knows how long till they discount it majorly. Mm -hmm. Interesting thing, though. Um, all three of us got the Walmart discount glitch yes. to buy this game for what was after tax, maybe $51. I thought it was 40 something. Well, it was, that was before tax. Okay. It was 48. Yeah, they, it was, it was, they took 20% like off. Yeah. So it would be then weird to spend more money on the second version right. than the first. But I, I absolutely love this game. This is one of my favorite armor cores, and I have a 
litany of ways it could be better for the next one, but it's really, really great. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm giving it a nine. Dan, I'm a total slut. <laughs> uh, we need more mech games. We do. God. It's one thing I hope people woke up to. It's, I, we need more mech games. They need to make another Gundam game from FromSoft now. <laughs> uh, yes, they do. I've read so many people in chat I, saying that. Yeah. Yeah, I need, like, I was just stunned. It's like, wow, this controls exactly how you'd want a mech game to control. Mm -hmm. Yes. Why, why, why is there any mech game that controls bad ever when you can just look at this and see how a mech game should control? Yeah, no, this, I mean, it feels like they nailed it more than anyone else. This yeah. game basically makes Zone of the Enders feel clunky. <laughs> And that's impressive because that game is like defined by how fast the combat is. I think it, they're so different. Like, I think that Zone of the Enders. That would be a valid point if there weren't so many levels in Zone of the Enders. Like, okay, now just move through the environment with some sort of delicacy. And I'm like, no. Yeah. You you didn't make this feel great to turn the camera and move around. And mm -hmm. like so much of it is moving through the space shuttle and across a minefield and down elevator shafts. And admittedly this doesn't have a zero shift but right like those the injuries is as best when you're fighting a bunch of enemies because mm -hmm. it's like yeah lock on the next one teleport to them hit them with right. sword and stuff so if more of the game was that right i would do more playthroughs of zone of the enders 2 zone of the enders 2 is an absolutely great game they should make another they should it doesn't get konami making a new zone of the enders i don't know what will nothing yeah maybe this will be the time side games keep saying let us fucking make zone of the enders 3 <laughs> yeah and they're almost done with grand blue fantasy relink yeah yeah anyways that's gonna do it for this episode of force feedback if you'd like to see us be mostly disappointed in final fantasy 16 click here